At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's will friddell and sabrina bryan and we're the hosts of the new podcast magical rewind you may know us from some of your favorite childhood tv movies like my Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill. Presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the New York City Cast. Presented by Bet River Sportsbook. A Monday show. A lot to do, a lot to get to. Daniel Alvari of the LA City Cast will join us. We'll recap Mets Dodgers. We'll talk some probably NBA Finals, some NFL maybe. Uh, we got, what, less than 100 days. I think it's 90-something days till we got Bills Rams that first Thursday because I know last week at some point it was uh, 100 days. So we're getting there. It'll be there before you know it. So looking forward to talking to Danielle. Busy sports weekend, a lot to do. Uh, we'll get to the Mets and the Yankees here in a little bit, but uh, Got to start here with the Rangers and just a uh, look. If you came out and you lost this game five to one, you didn't expect to win this game. If you split in Tampa, it's the best thing you could ever ask for. If you split these two games and you go home up three one, that's the best case scenario coming into today. But I always say expectations have a way of readjusting themselves, and you're not thinking split. You're not thinking, hey, let's just win one of these two, or you know, who cares if we win this game when you're up two nothing and you have a lead going into the third and you're 20 minutes away. From going to a cup finals, because if you win today, you're, the series is over. Tampa's not beating you four in a row. Uh, they're just, they, they wouldn't do it. It's not going to happen now. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to count the Rangers out. I'm not going to throw dirt on them. I, I picked the Rangers in seven. I do think we're probably looking at a longer series now. The Rangers have looked like the better team, so I think the Rangers are okay here. Uh, new series price at Bet Rivers Rangers minus 140. Game four will be Tuesday night. Lightning, dollar seventy-five favorites. Rangers plus one fifty-five. Total five and a half. Ah, uh, boy, it's just—it's always dangerous in sports when you you give a team life and you let a team off the mat. And the Rangers just had the Lightning dead to rights. The game was over. The series was over. 
uh, up to nothing. You know what? One more goal, make it three nothing, would have put the series at three zero, and you could have forgotten about it. You could have just wrote, written off the Lightning. Whether you know the Rangers closed it out in Game Four, or Game Five, they were going to close it out at some point if they won today. Now, you give the Lightning life; they are off the mat, and uh, they're a great champion. And I don't think it's a great team this year. I, I like I said, I think the Rangers have outplayed them. I think the Rangers are probably the better team, but boy, you give a team life, and it just it's dangerous now because the Lightning. Like I said, minus 175 here to even the series. And, hey, if you're 2-2 and it's a best of three, you could say, you know what, we've been the better team. We do have home ice. But, uh, boy, now you're in a situation. It's funny, going into this series, similar to Carolina, similar to when you got down 3-1 to Pittsburgh, just say, hey, get me to a game seven. Anything can happen. And in both series, Carolina and Pittsburgh, you got to a game seven, and uh, the, the game kind of you know went in your favor. The, the coin landed on the right side. You know, It, it came up heads for you or, or however you want to look at it. Now you're in a situation where, boy, that game seven would be scary considering the situation, considering you're up two games to none, considering you're up two nothing in game three. Now the idea of a game seven is like, oh, boy, now we could actually lose this series where it felt over. I mean, it felt over. 4.30, 5 o'clock in the afternoon yesterday, Rangers are up two nothing, two to one going into the third. It felt like the Rangers were going to the cup finals, and you're starting to think of, all right, when's this series versus the Avalanche going to start? Because it's possible the Rangers sweep and the Avalanche sweep. Are they going to move it up? Are we going to have a week layoff? I'm, I'm already looking up. You know, Stanley Cup Game 1 finals dates, you know, is it flexible? That kind of situation where, you know, the NBA, it starts on the, the same day no matter what, even if there's a week or two, a week, you know, 10 days gap in between in both conference finals or sweeps, you still got to wait. I was already looking that up. So I'm sure Ranger fans had the same thought where you got to be feeling good about yourself after the game Friday, winning Game 1 pretty convincingly, really convincingly. Game 2, you hold on. And then Game 3, boom, one nothing, 2 nothing. And the Lightning just crawl back. Bad penalties by the Rangers. Just uh, a tough loss. A tough loss. Now, look, if you go out and, and you win game four, you're up three games to one going home. You did a great job. I just, I got a feeling now. I got a feeling we're headed for seven. I, I got a feeling we're headed for seven. I wouldn't pour dirt on the Rangers here. Uh, they're still the favorite in this series. A narrow favorite, like I said, minus 140. But, boy, the series that was over at, you know, Five o'clock Sunday afternoon or felt over is no longer over, and the Lightning have a good chance here to even this series on Tuesday. So uh, we'll have a couple guests on. We'll, we'll touch on that game uh, at some point. We'll, we'll spend a little more time on that game before the game four. And what is a pivotal game? And you know, if you ask me right now, how does this series end? I still think I'm going to go Rangers, but I'm going to go Rangers in seven, which is which was my original pick. It's just like I said, a game seven didn't seem that scary going in. Game seven was with with home ice. When you're the underdogs, a good scenario. But when you're up two nothing in the series, when you're up two nothing in Game Three, you're thinking sweep. You're thinking Stanley Cup Finals. Now that is uh, now, now you're in a fight. Now you're in a dog fight, and you still have home ice. You still have a lead in the series. But Tampa with a very good opportunity on Tuesday night, Game Four, to even this series. So that's the hockey tough loss for the Rangers. Tough loss, really. Uh, it, boy, not to overreact again. You don't want to kick dirt on them, but. Felt like they really blew a big opportunity in Game 3 to move on and get to a cup final. Now they are in a series 2-1. Nobody's broken through on home ice. The old saying is, series doesn't start till somebody else wins on the road. So nobody's won on the road. 2-1 Rangers as we head into Game 4. Lightning minus 175 at Bet Rivers. So that's the hockey. Again, we'll spend some time on that. Game 4, what is a massive Game 4 coming up. Uh, Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday night at 8, tomorrow at 8, so 
We'll spend plenty of time on that. That is the hockey. Baseball, just a great weekend for both teams. You know, you think of us, the Mets get a split. How's that a great weekend? Well, all things considered with their pitchers, you know, Trevor Williams and Peterson, uh, an angry Dodgers team after getting swept by the Pirates. Mets lose Thursday. They lose Friday. They're down 4-1 Saturday. They're down late Sunday. To come away with a uh, split there is just an incredible job. Uh, great job by Medina. Boy, that's a game you just lose. You, you come back and then you blow it, and you're in a situation where you're only up a run, and the Dodgers, of course, get the ghost runner at second with Betts, Turner, Freeman against Medina, and you get the catcher's interference there. That's a miracle to at least get it. You, know, you figure, hey, I will sign in blood here to just play an 11th inning. Dodgers are at least going to tie it. They're probably going to win. You know, Turner's going to hit a double. Freeman's going to get a single, and this game's going to be over, and you're going to lose. Great job by Medina. Uh, Showalter went to Diaz in the eighth because that's when the top of the Dodger lineup was due up. Diaz blows them all away. Lugo comes up in the ninth, uh, goes in the ninth, gives up a homer. Almost gives up another homer to Taylor. Then Taylor doubles. They single him home, and uh, the Dodgers tie. Just a back-and-forth game. Mets rally back. Dodgers rally back. Mets rally back again. Just a... Uh, Boy, it's hard to say a Met, this Mets team, which has only lost one series. Here we are in June. They've only lost one series. And you look at a series that they split this weekend and call this the most impressive work, their most impressive series of the season. But you can really make that case because, like I said, down to uh, you know losing the game Thursday, losing the game Friday. And it really, the pitching wasn't an issue. You figure you're going to Dodger Stadium with Williams and you know Peterson and Taiwan Walker. And I think, what, Carrasco pitched on Thursday. Did Carrasco pitch on Thursday? No, I don't think he did. Who pitched on Thursday? It was Walker. Oh, Bassett pitched one. Bassett pitched Friday. Walker pitched Thursday. You figure, you know what? I don't have DeGrom. I don't have Scherzer. I don't have McGill. I'm going into Dodger Stadium. And then I lose the first two. And I'm throwing uh, you know, Williams and Peterson. Games three and four. Uh, boy, I would you'd be, you would have signed for a split you know, going into Saturday to win both of them. To rally back and win both of them. Just an incredible job by the Mets. Uh, and important because, look, the Braves have finally, we all knew they were going to play better. You look at that lineup, and it's just, it's a really good team on paper. They have started to finally play better. They swept Colorado this weekend. Uh, they started to hit. I mean, you look at that lineup. There's no way this, that team should be, you know, playing as badly as they played. As the Braves have now won, what, five in a row. They're a game over 500. Still eight back in the loss. Still eight and a half overall uh, behind the Mets. And the Phillies, actually, they fired Girardi. It's funny. We were joking with Ryan Rothstein last week about when are they going to fire Girardi. I think Ryan Rothstein actually said three days, three days before he got fired. So he hit that one right on the head. I think he said it kind of jokingly. But uh, Philly fires Girardi Friday morning. Then they go on to sweep. The Angels win a crazy game on Sunday where they, similar to the Mets, uh, fall behind. Harper hits a grand slam to tie it. You know, they're down four runs with four outs left. Harper hits a grand slam, 6-6. Game going into the ninth. Angels score again to go up 7-6. Two outs, two strikes. And then Bryson Stott, the rookie, hits a three-run walk-off homer. Boy, the Angels have lost 11 in a row. So, Phillies, I don't think they're a threat to make a run. I still don't think their bullpen, their defense is good enough. But Atlanta certainly is. Now, the question here is, if you're the Mets, have you built up enough of a lead, enough of a cushion where, you know what, they make this run at you and it's just... It's hard to say it's too little too late because there's so many games left. But look, eight and a half games, that's a lot to make up. A, a lot to make up. And you're leaving yourself no wiggle room. You, know, you lose three out of four. You lose five out of eight. Uh, you know, you, you get swept or you, you, know, you lose two out of three head-to-head -head against the Mets. It's just it, there's very little margin for error 
when you're trying to make up this many games against a really good Mets team. So tough schedule for the Mets. They are in action tonight against the Padres. Uh, minus 110 both ways at Bet Rivers. Total is seven. Carrasco against Snell. So good job by the Mets. When we come back, uh, we'll spend a minute on the Yankees. We'll talk about their weekend, what they have coming up, and then we'll talk to Daniel Alvari about uh, some NBA, some MLB. That is next. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Bet Rivers has your bases covered with early week betting fun. Your baseball bet gets a little extra pop at Bet River Sportsbook every Tuesday. Just log into Bet Rivers and receive a 20% profit boost on a baseball bet every Tuesday during the season. Use it on straight bets, player props, or a same game parlay. You decide. Log on to the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com and get your 20% profit boost today. Must be 21 or older, available in New York only, void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. All right, we are back. New York City cast the Bet River Sportsbook. Spent a couple of minutes here on the Yankees who swept. They continue to roll, so we'll get to them. But before that, just wanted to let you know, Bet River Sportsbook is your home for betting on the pivotal Game 3 matchup between Boston and Golden State. And three is the magic number. When you bet on any player's total three-pointers prop bet, you'll get a free bet for every three made in the game. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Bet on the threes in Game 3 and score yourself free bets. Make your bet at BetRivers.com or on the BetRivers app. Must be 21 or older. Available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Uh, so that's the situation there. Game 3, Celtics, Warriors. Go to BetRivers.com. Uh, check out what they have to offer. That's actually uh, that's a pretty good pretty good deal they're offering there, the, uh, the folks at BetRivers. So Game 3, Boston and Golden State. Uh, that will be on Wednesday. Yankees, just real quickly here, uh, continue to roll. Last time we talked about them, or, or this time last week, you know they, they kind of left a bad taste in your mouth Memorial Day weekend because they got the first two in Tampa, kind of the opposite of the Mets where they got the this weekend in, in L.A. where they got the first two in Tampa and really had a chance Saturday with Cole on the mound in the lead and then chances all day against McClanahan. Remember that Sunday Memorial Day weekend last week? And, boy, you felt like they, they missed an opportunity to just bury Tampa Instead of being, you know, eight, nine, ten games up, they were only what four games up. Well, since then they haven't lost. Monday they were off on Memorial Day, which again was just ridiculous. Tuesday they beat the Angels. Wednesday they got rained out. Thursday they win the doubleheader. Uh, and boy, the Yankees just they flirt with a perfect game, a no hitter seemingly every day. At Tyone carries one into the eighth. Cole carries one into what the sixth or the seventh. Uh, Severino was just lights out on Saturday. Uh, then Montgomery actually gives up a couple runs. Boy, Montgomery, I think his ERA is like three, and he's got the worst ERA of all the starters. You can make a case every single Yankee starting pitcher could be an all-star. I mean, it's it's really just incredible. Tyone's been great. I mean, Cole, you know, it's funny. You, you read some of the papers or, you, you know, you go on Twitter, you would think Cole's ERA is like 10. His, his ERA is under three. He's been incredible. Not incredible. He's been really good. He's been incredible since the bad couple starts. Not that, you know, you, you can really do that. But, you know, he didn't pitch well that first game against Boston. Then he had the start against Toronto where Guerrero hit him for a few home runs. And then he had the disaster in Detroit. Remember, he walked a bunch of people, couldn't get out of like the second inning. Well, since then, he's been just about as dominant as you would expect, as dominant as you could really uh, reasonably want from any pitcher. He's just been lights out. As has the rest of the staff, Cortez continues to be unhittable. Cortez has a chance to start the All-Star game, which is just, uh, it's just hard to say. So Yankees are rolling right now. They bury the Angels. They bury the Tigers. 
Uh, a good win Sunday. You know, they looked flat. looked like one of those games they were going to give away because they came from behind, took the lead, gave it back, similar to the Mets game. And, you know, they were able to scratch out a run. It wasn't pretty, but they were able to scratch out a run to tie it. Uh, King did a good job in the 10th getting out of it. And then uh, Donaldson gets the long fly ball, the sack fly to score. Judge, Judge is just... Uh, Judge is clearly the MVP at this point. I know Otani with the hitting and the pitching, but Otani's definitely regressed in, in both. You know, he was not good at, at Yankee Stadium last Thursday. The average isn't great. Not that you, you care too much about average, but, uh, you know, he's just, he strikes out a lot. He hasn't pitched great. He's still a candidate. If, if he hits 40 homers, he's got a three ERA, which is on the table. He's still got a viable case to win the award. It's just right now, Judge is clearly the MVP. Judge has just been a dominant force in that lineup. Uh, the Yankees do get Stanton back. On Saturday, he rested. Sunday, came in and pinch hit and struck out. So, all things good for the Yankees right now. All things good. They got a, a pretty soft schedule this week. Like I said, they're off today. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're in Minnesota. They always play well against the Twins. They always play well even in Minnesota. And then they got the Cubs this weekend for three. Are those games in Wrigley or no? I hope they are. They are not. They have they're home, so they're at Minnesota for three, and then home versus the Cubs, who are not any good. Uh, this weekend, and that's when the schedule gets tough, and that's where they have a chance to really uh, put their foot on the throat of all these other teams in the division because after that, it is three with Tampa, three in Toronto, and then three more with Tampa. Then they play Houston uh, and Oakland to close out the month. So the schedule gets tough, and you got a, what a nine-game stretch here uh, in another week or so where you just get Tampa and the Blue Jays. So you got a chance to really you know, put these teams away with a good stretch there and you know, build up like a double-digit game lead. And similar to the Mets, you know, the Yankees are too good and their pitching's too good. And, you know, even with the spots in the lineup with Gallo and Hicks, if you got a 10-game lead and you're the Yankees with the, some of those guys in the bullpen, the starting pitching, judge, uh, barring injury, you're just not getting caught. If you build up a nine, even a nine-game lead, 10-game lead, you build up that kind of lead, you're not getting caught. So uh, Yankees certainly in good shape here to win a division and go into the playoffs as one of these buys as we... Check out the odds here at Bet Rivers. The odds to win it all. Dodgers plus 350. Yankees the second favorite plus 600. Uh, Astros are plus 800. Mets are also plus 800. Then you get the Blue Jays 10 to 1. The Brewers 11 to 1. The Braves 16 to 1. The, the Padres 17 to 1. Rays 18 to 1. Angels 20 to 1. No thank you. White Sox 20 to 1. Giants 22 to 1. Uh, as we go down the list here, Cardinals 33 to 1. Phillies 35 to 1. Boy, Red Sox 60 to 1 is not terrible. I can't stand I hate saying that. I hate saying it, but the Red Sox have actually played better. And with the Angels losing 11 in a row, it's funny. Remember, there's three wild card spots now in each league. The Angels, even though they've lost 11 in a row, still, I believe, are in playoff positioning. At least they were. Maybe the Red Sox win knocked them out, but they're neck and neck with the Red Sox uh, for that third wild card. So the Red Sox have played well here the last couple weeks. Red Sox are in the mix here for one of these wild cards. It'll be interesting to see if that keeps them from selling at the deadline. Again, we got another six, seven weeks, so they don't have to make up their mind right away. But the Red Sox looked dead as a doorknob uh, a couple weeks ago. They are firmly in the mix here to win a wild card. And hey, uh, you know, sixty to one with all their talent, maybe they add a piece now instead of selling. Maybe they add a piece. Sixty to one is not terrible on the Red Sox, as much as I hate to say it. Uh, so that is the World Series market, American League, pretty similar prices. Yankees plus two seventy, or not similar, but you pretty much split them in half, and you can figure out. Uh, these prices: Yankees plus two seventy, Astros plus three eighty, Blue Jays five to one, White Sox eight to one, Rays eight to one, Angels nine to one, 
Uh, Red Sox 30 to 1 to come out of the American League. Again, not a bad price at all. Uh, nationally, Dodgers the short shot 2 to 1. Mets plus 415. Still a decent number right there, especially if they get their pitching back. Brewers plus 550. Padres plus 850. Braves plus 850. Like I said, they've started to play better. And the Giants are 15 to 1 at Bet Rivers. Let's see. Divisions, divisions, divisions. Yankees minus 240. Boy, I don't I don't love laying minus 240, but Yankees are gonna win the divisions. I I, I would think about laying that minus 240. I mean, I you know it's it's expensive and it ties up your money, but minus 240. Uh that's not a terrible price here. I think the Yankees are gonna get home and win this division. Mets minus 420. My goodness. Minus 420. Again, I think they're going to win it, and if they win, you don't have to pay the juice. I'm not crazy about laying 420, but the Mets should be in good shape. Despite this surge from the Braves, I just, boy, there, there were so many better prices all along. Mets should win the division. Yankees should win the division, but uh, they're getting expensive. I actually thought the Yankees would be a little more expensive. I think that minus 240 is a little cheap. You know, their way they're playing, and, um, you know, Toronto started to play better. They had won eight in a row. They actually lost two out of three to Minnesota, had a bad loss Friday at Chi-Chi Gonzalez, and then couldn't rally back on Sunday. Uh, so they've lost two out of three. The Rays haven't played great. The Rays just aren't that good. The Rays are good, but they're not a great team. Uh, boy, they just have a million injuries with pitchers, too. They had a, a couple pitchers get hurt uh, this weekend. And, you know, the Blue Jays, uh, look, they're a dangerous team, but they're just, I don't know, the, the bullpen, the starting pitching is okay. Gossman got hit uh, on Sunday. Barrios has been very shaky, so... I know Toronto's dangerous, but I do think the Yankees here are in good shape here in the American League East. Boy, American League MVP. Judge is still 3-1. to Otani, the short shot, plus 275. Trout, 3-1. to Judge is worth a bet. I mean, Judge is worth Judge, if right now, I think if the voting were taking place right now, Judge would win this award and it would not be that close. Trout's 0 for his last, like, 30. I don't know how Trout and Judge are even. And like I said, Otani has certainly regressed. So, uh, Judge plus 300 at Bet Rivers. That's a... Uh, that's a hell of a bet. I think that's a bad number there. I think that's a good number to bet. That's a bad number, you know, in terms of he shouldn't be plus 300. Now, it, it, it's still early. you still got four months to play. You can't make him, like, even money. But, boy, that plus 300, I, I would imagine a month from now, two months from now, that plus 300 is a number you wish you would have taken on Judge because that plus 300 looks very um, enticing for the American League MVP. National League MVP, Machado plus 255. Betts plus 275. Goldschmidt just had an incredible year, plus 550. Uh, to go back to bets, Jason Weingarten was on this show, I don't know, six weeks ago and said bets at 20 to 1. Go bet it, bet it, bet it. Well, you should have listened to him because he's plus 275 now. Harper's 12 to 1. Freeman 14 to 1. Alonzo 15 to 1. Arenado 15 to 1. Soto 20 to 1. Acuna 22 to 1. Uh, Lindor 40 to 1. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if anybody down the board here I really like as much as I like Judge at plus 300. So Yankees just keep rolling. Yankees just keep rolling as they have now won six in a row. They sweep the Angels, sweep the Tigers. Uh, ridiculous how you can't watch these games. I mean, this game this uh, on, yesterday on Sunday, 1130 in the morning, which was fun. It's different. I like it. It, it. It's something fun. It's the only game on. I liked it. It was throwing me off because that game was in the seventh, eighth inning. And you look up and you kind of judge, you know, what time it's supposed to be. You think, all right, Yankee game, it's an early game. Seventh, eighth inning, it's probably three or four o'clock. And it was only like 130 or something. So that threw you off. But the games aren't on TV. I mean, they have – think about all these stations you need to watch the the Yankees. MLB Network, Yes Network, Amazon, Amazon Prime, Peacock, Apple TV. Just put the games on normal TV. Baseball's a disaster with this. I mean, you've got the Yankees. They're the you know best team in baseball right now. 
uh, the most exciting team in baseball. Judge is the MVP, like I'm saying. Uh, everyone wants to watch him. Do yourself a favor. Let people watch your sport. I mean, your sport is just marketed so terribly. The idea that you have to listen to the radio, you have to you know, give a credit card to watch these games and, and pay five bucks. I don't know if it's free. I'm not. It's just an inconvenience. It's a matter of principle, and it's just inconvenience to sit here and have to watch the game on the Peacock Network or whatever the hell they put it on. Uh, it's just it drives you nuts. It's just it's a totally ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I, I don't understand it. And I was looking at the schedule coming up. Mets have Mets and Yankees only play four times. Usually they play six. That's annoying because those games are great, and especially this year, those games would be so much fun. They would have so much juice. To only play four times is ridiculous. And one of them's on Amazon Prime. So I, don't, I mean, uh, again, to sit there and, and figure out an app situation to try to watch these games, most people are not going to do it. Most of your fans are in their you know forties, fifties, six, and most of your fans are not going to sit here and, and figure out an app to try to watch your game. They'll either listen to it on the radio or or follow it on the phone and just say, you know what. Uh, you know what? I can afford to miss one game, and even though you want to watch it, it's just stupid. Major League Baseball is just a disaster with all these apps and all these things they make you do to watch these games. So, oh, drives you nuts. Drives you nuts. But the Yankees are playing well. They're in good shape. Off tonight, Minnesota tomorrow. We'll spend time on them as the week goes on. Coming up next, Danielle Alvari on the NBA Finals, Mets, Dodgers, maybe some NFL. That is next. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Bet River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21 or older, available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. All right, earlier Danielle Alvari of the LA City Cast joined me. We talked a little NBA Finals. We talked some baseball. Here's my conversation with Danielle. Let's get into it. Danielle Alvari here from Los Angeles City Cast with Will Hill, host of the New York City Cast, uh, but not the Will Hill, of course. That's where you can find him on Twitter. And me at Danielle Alvari. Will, uh, we just finished watching the Warriors and the Celtics game two. What were your takeaways? Wow, just another exciting game. I mean, this has really been the theme of the playoffs. I mean, every night you look up, it's the third quarter, especially on the East Coast. I mean, it's a little different out there, but the East Coast, they start these games. Now, tonight mm. wasn't as bad, but, you know, the game one of the finals started like 9, 10, 9, you know, quarter after 9. And some of these games, you look up, it's 1130 at night. It's a 30-point game. I know it's, you know, third quarter, and it's what we do. You, you don't want to go to bed on these games and have to talk about them. But some of these games, it's just been unwatchable. It's been a really bad postseason I saw the ratings for game one were really bad. I'm not surprised. It's just, uh, it, it's been a rough postseason for the NBA. There's no other way to put it. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, the East, like we had these great series. We had the Nets and the Celtics and we got to see the Bucks and the Celtics. And now it's like the Heat was not a good series. I don't know that these first two games have been anything to write home about. Uh, but it does, it's kind of interesting how much of the zigzag we've been seeing. I mean, I feel like I'd, I've been hearing this term ad nauseum at this point, at least in terms of betting. Uh, but a uh, particularly with the Celtics. And I'm wondering if you've noticed that with the players and props as well, because I was kind of noticing that in the Warriors and Mavs series, um, just like the kind of the, not necessarily the core players, but kind of the uh, other players who wouldn't have as sharp of lines, just kind of alternating between who was having stronger games. And I'm seeing that with the Celtics too. I mean, but Tatum, of course, being a star player here, had such a rough first game and then comes back in the second game, six of nine. I bet him under his threes for his first game and that hit. Um, it was under three and a half, I believe, and he went six of nine in this game. So I'm still even seeing like zigzag in props as well. 
Yeah, and that's another thing with these blowouts. They screw up the props because some of these guys, they come out in the third quarter. It's a 30-point game in the fourth quarter. And, you know, when you're betting the over on some of these now, if you get the under, it's good for you. But uh, definitely it screws up some of these these props when they start yanking these guys third quarter. I think Curry came out late third quarter, and I don't think he went back in. Uh, I know they left Clay in to try to get him some confidence. That's one that's been gold, that under, because mm-hmm. he just looks shot. His confidence looks completely shot. Uh, how many points did he end up with? Do we know? 11, and he went one of eight from three. Wow. Yeah, it's sad to watch because I think he, you know everyone loved watching him play. And in his prime, he, he's one of the greater shooters of all time. I mean, he was just so good, and now he's just – He's going to have his game. He's going to have one or two games where he goes off if this is a long series. And I, it might be. I still favor Boston here, especially with home court. But it's just sad to watch. He's not the same player. And Horford's really weird too. Horford will score thirty in one game, and then he won't attempt a shot in the next game. It's just it's hard to figure out. Yeah, I know. And you know what's also speaking of Horford rebounds have been so hard for me to figure out from a prop standpoint because they're spread out so evenly across both of these yeah. teams. And I'm like, who 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 am I supposed to bet on this for? It's almost like unbettable. Yeah. Wow. Horford one of four with two points after he had what thirty mm-hmm. something in game one, or he had twenty. I don't know. I mean, he he crushed it in game one, and now he's got two points, one of four. Yeah. Uh, it, it's very strange, and, and yeah, I agree with you on the rebounds because they have a lot of guys with a lot of size. Tatum gets his rebounds. Brown can sneak in there and get some. Robert Williams, uh, when he's healthy and he didn't play a lot tonight, he can get them. Grant Williams. So, yeah, there's uh, it's definitely tough. It's definitely uh, tricky to figure out these props, especially with the blowouts. The blowouts make it really really tricky to try and figure out some of these props do you think we're going to keep seeing this as this series progresses or things going to tighten up a little bit where these are going to be harder to win what do you mean the the props or just the game no the game the game these blowouts it's like okay it's almost like the Celtics like all right this got away from us we'll get them next game definitely definitely um it's a good question you know, I think we see this all the time where the road team steals game one and they're just kind of fat and happy and they come out in game <laughs> two and just get their teeth kicked in. I think it's like 11 and one, the last 12 or a team that loses game one at home wins game two. That's at least in the final. So it's been a pretty, uh, pretty profitable trend. Now the question will be, can Golden State get a split here in Boston? Because if Boston wins both of them and they're up three, one, it's going to be hard for Golden State to come back from that. Mm. Uh, I do think Boston looks better younger more athletic they got a lot of size again this was an ugly performance tonight but other than curry it doesn't seem like the warriors have a lot of answers but they got the win they needed tonight and uh you know that if they can ever get to a game seven at home they would have home court they have the best player in curry so uh, i'm hoping for a long series i don't know i mean we could see a scenario where you know it goes seven and all the games are blowouts that wouldn't shock me we've had that like heat celtics there weren't really any good games but it went seven although i guess game seven ended up being a tight game and one or two of the other ones across the way but you know just because it's a long series it could you know could be seven blowouts so hopefully we get some good games though these games have been pretty tough to watch yeah and tough to bet and we were kind of talking about this before we started recording but i just like have not been interested in this three three and a half point spreads really because i'm like just bet the money line at this point and i did tell you i got a live line on the warriors that's the other thing you can do obviously live betting is my favorite way to bet the nba i've had a horrible run in the playoffs honestly like luckily i did so well during the regular season i'm I'm guessing what i mostly did was fade the lakers here and bet on the clippers but um regular season went well playoffs have went horribly but i was able to get a live minus one and a half on the warriors so that worked out a lot better for me. I have just have no interest in betting these pre-game meager like lines. Like give me three and a half points. Like not necessarily just like if I think the Celtics are going to win this one, give me the money line. If the Warriors are, I guess bet it in game when you can get a little bit better number if they're favored. But I do wonder too when you're talking about can the Warriors steal one at home. I mean they did this right. They split the series in the regular season, each winning at each other's homes and. 
Do you think these are the two teams that have the best home court advantages in the NBA? If we're if we're talking about those, you would think Boston would have a better one than they've had. They've lost a lot of games at home. Remember, they lost two or three at home to Miami. They lost a couple in the Bucks series, and they played great on the road. Yeah, uh, Golden State usually is is a typically really good home team. I don't feel like this new building is as, is as loud as. Remember the Oracle mm-hmm. used to just be deafening. I feel like it's more of like a wine and cheese crowd. It's not the same, like <laughs> sort of a, a rowdy kind so of true. crowd. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's interesting. It, it'll be interesting to see if home court holds up here. Uh, I kind of think Boston gets both of them in Boston. I just think mm-hmm. they're better. Uh, I'm rooting for Golden State. I pick Golden State in seven plus four hundred. That's what I, I thought. I don't too. know. Yeah. I don't know. What do you yeah. have? Do you have any series bets for this? I didn't bet it, but I, when, when I've gone on shows and talked about this, I, I said I, I would guess Warriors in seven. It wasn't something I wanted to put money on because, again, this series, I wasn't really sure how it was going to go. I was obviously assuming, okay, the Warriors have the experience advantage. But kind of what you said, too, the Celtics have this young team, and it's almost like they – I hate handicapping motivation, and I think that's where I'm going wrong as opposed to playoff NBA betting versus regular season. Um because I'm literally like, why is these games are just not played the same way, obviously. And so who actually cares about this win? And at what point did they decide the game is such a big blowout? We're just going to try next game. Um, and so the motivation's in the hardest thing for me to handicap. I just think the Celtics seem a lot hungrier for this. And the Warriors at some point seem a little, I don't want to use the word lazy, but sometimes. Yeah, remember the Warriors. I mean, they were what, up 3-1 against Memphis. Memphis got a big lead against them. And Golden State's like, peace, we'll see in the next game. They end yeah. up getting down by like 55 in one of those games. It's like uh, hockey, I think it right? sets up. It, it, yeah, no, you're right. And if it, if we're going to go by that logic, it sets up pretty well for Boston. You know, they're mm-hmm. off a 30-point loss. They're going home for game three. You would think this sets up pretty well. Uh, I don't know. Does Bet Rivers have a line for game three yet? My guess it would be Boston by like three or so. If, if Boston's That's what I'm a saying. We're going to keep getting these lines like three, three and a half. Yeah, because home court's worth three, and if you just flip the home court... I was surprised uh, just... to see this Warriors line for Game 2 get up to five at Me one too. point. Did you think that was warranted? Because I, I didn't, and obviously they, they ended up covering it. But it, it seemed like a lot. It seemed like a lot because I think Boston's the better team, so it's hard to lay five when mm-hmm. you you know you think the other team, the team that's getting five, is the better team. Mm-hmm. But again, the situation is just so favorable to Golden State where... You know, these teams are desperate, and human nature kicks in. The team that's up one nothing says, you know what, we got our game on the road, we're fine. And the team that's down, look, if Golden State lost tonight, their season's over. Boston, if they're going home up 2 nothing, like, they're going to win the championship. So I think there is a little bit of human nature, that desperation sort of kicks in. So, But to answer your question, yes, the five de- definitely seemed like a lot. Um, if I was going to play Golden State, and I didn't play a side tonight, I played the under, which got home. I would have just found a way to get the Warriors money line with maybe some baseball game I liked and parlayed it or something like that because... Uh, it was hard to stomach, you know. What was the under number you got? Two four, two fourteen, two fifteen, something like that. Okay, because I looked to bet it live, and it was it was at like two fifteen and a half, so it was probably right around that. And it looked, I, I was like, was yeah, under. Done. I thought it was done in the first quarter. It was 31-30. Yeah. Everyone, it, it, boy, I could see why people hate betting unders because when they're <laughs> hitting every three, it. it's a helpless feeling. Oh boy! But but when when you start to when when they're making every three and the pace is quick, it's really just it's a it's a helpless feeling. But uh, they slowed way, way down, and this game went, uh, what was the final here? I think it was 107-88, something like that. It ended up pretty, going yeah, pretty comfortably under the total. And then when it's a blowout, you know, the, the pace slows down. You don't get the foul game at the end, so that helps the under. So I do think it sets up pretty well here for Boston in game three. Yeah. I know you like Warriors in seven. Would you change where, how you feel now, obviously, yes. through game two? What do you think we're going to – like how many games? I'll say Boston. I'll say home court holds. I'll say Boston in six. 
I don't Six. know that Golden State's right. going to win in there. Well, Boston would get home. Yeah. Let's just play it out. Boston wins their two at home. Mm -hmm. They go back to Golden State where it's 3-1. Golden State wins that, and then Boston wins in six. I think that's possible. I don't want to be sitting here like I gave out Golden State in seven. Now I'm going to give out Boston in six and just say, I told you so either way. Like I, I'd like to stick to my picks. No, yeah, stick to your – I don't I know. just meant after seeing two games. If you, you gave know. me We're a reprieve, like, though. Looks like Celtics. Looking like it. Yeah, if you gave me a reprieve, I probably would take the reprieve and, and pick Boston in six. So no matter what happens, I'm not going to take credit because I've already picked two picks. So I don't want to pick every single scenario and see, oh, see, I told you so. But yeah, I'm definitely, well, I'll put it this way. I'm definitely worried about my Warriors in seven pick. Uh, wine and cheese crowd. That is elite. That's exactly what it is. And it's funny, too, because the is. WNBA is talking about adding one to two teams before the 2024 season. And one of the cities is, of course, Oakland. So that would be a team getting to play in Oracle again. Uh, which I think is such a great facility. So possibly uh, some more life coming back there at least. Uh, what do you make of this this Dodgers team right now who just faced off against your Mets, won the first two, lost the last two, uh, ending that series on Sunday? Great game. Yeah. And Dodgers dropped uh, to 0-4 in extra inning games after this one. They lost 5-4 to on Sunday in the 10th inning. What do you what do you think's going on here besides the pitching problems? <laughs> I think just that. I think yeah, they'll be fine. Just that. I think yeah. they go through these these little ruts. It's a long regular season. They're almost you you spoke about the boredom of these teams in the regular season in the NBA. <laughs> I think the Dodgers go through that where they're so good they're probably a victim of their own boredom. Yep. Uh, and again, that's not great pitching. I mean, they're they're pitching like Mitch White and Gonsolin's their best pitcher. You know, yeah. Kershaw's hurt. Bueller has not been good. Bueller's the one where you figure he'd turn around, but he's been really, really bad. Uh, good job by the Mets, though, because they came in here without their pitchers. Mm -hmm. They lost Thursday. They lost Friday. They're down 4-1 to one Saturday night, and they're down late in Sunday to get a split there. Uh, that's a good job by the Mets. Mets got a little magic going right now. Mets, uh, here's what I hope for this Mets-Dodgers. I hope we see it again in October because that would be a lot of, be, uh, be a lot of fun. It would be a great postseason series to get the Mets and the Dodgers. The, the Dodgers line up, the Mets pitching, assuming they get DeGrom back, assuming they get Scherzer back. It would be a lot of fun. Uh, side sidetrack story really quick. Brandon Nimmo. So Brandon Nimmo's from Cheyenne, Wyoming, I believe. Played baseball growing up there. So when I worked in Wyoming, it was like a huge deal when he got brought up to the Mets that year. Wow. And now it's so crazy to me because I keep seeing Brandon Nimmo's name everywhere. And I remember when he got brought up and it was like, come on, we just like want him to do kind of well. And he used to play post nine baseball in Cheyenne, which is funny because in Cheyenne they had three high schools, but baseball obviously a, a bigger team and a lot of the kids played football there was just post nine baseball there weren't the high schools had individual baseball teams because there weren't enough kids for the team so wow. yeah Brandon you know Nemo. no he was already in New York when this was happening so but but it was like we did local news right and so it was like we had to talk about Brandon Nemo every week and the Mets wow. and it was hilarious because obviously Wyoming no baseball team no football team we talk about the Broncos we talk about neighboring teams but I remember talking about the Mets so much because Brandon Nemo and look at look at him now leadoff hitter so incredible job by him it's always fun for me in sports when you like know a kid like Josh Allen was at Wyoming right before I left too so I'm like feel like I kind of like root for him also you grew up with him yeah yeah. you watch yeah. his career well grow. i i left right before josh allen took over and he was my last interview before i left wyoming and i was he's like we're gonna turn this program around because the year i was there they won two or three games and i was in snow covering them and uh lo and behold they like won 10 games that season i remember just like yeah sure you are guy and huh. He turned around and did it. So ever since then, I've just had, I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to what Josh Allen wants to say, what he wants to do. Um, Angels, by the way, have lost 11 now. Oof. They just lost to the Phillies, 9-7. to seven. Uh, And Phillies also looking good under their new new coach here, uh, coaching change in the middle of the season. Uh, what what What's going on with the Angels? 
They've lost 11 yeah, straight. Yeah, they're still what do we right do there now? for the playoffs. They're still right there for the playoffs. How do they right have two the MVP candidates? I know. <laughs> it seemed, I know. Trout, I was just looking at the MVP odds. Trout's still plus 300. He's the same number as Judge. He hasn't gotten a hit in like two weeks. Judge hits a homer every single day. Hit list that surprised me. 26 at-bats. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. But that's, uh, yeah, they've been terrible. That was a terrible loss today because they were up four late. Harper's a grand slam. They come back. They take the lead. And then they blow it again. Two outs, two strikes. The guy hits a home run. So the, the Angels have been bad. It feels like they're constantly underachieving. It's too bad because it'd be good for baseball to get them in the playoffs, get Otani in the playoffs, get mm -hmm. Trout in the playoffs. It'd be mm -hmm. fun. I just don't know. Uh, they just don't have a, a ton of pitching. Their bullpen just seems to melt down every single day. These bad bullpens will kill you. It's like, you know, it's like a kicker in football. It's just the worst way to lose when you lose with these bullpens. Do you think Trout like has been here for so many years now, and I don't expect him to leave the Angels at this point? Do you think that it would serve Shohei to be on a different team? Just thinking that they could trade him. I think he's got what another year after this in his contract. I mean, mm -hmm. remember he was very particular about where he wanted to go when he was coming to the United States. Like he didn't want to play for the Yankees. There were certain teams on the East Coast he didn't want to play for, but boy, there'd be a hell of a market so for nice him. So nice to be able to write your ticket up... like that. Yeah, <laughs> this is where I'll yeah. go. Uh, and he hasn't pitched well in New York, so I don't know if there's a, a level of discomfort there because he pitched uh, poorly against the Yankees this past week, and then he pitched badly in Yankee Stadium again. It's only two yeah, starts. It's only he hasn't like been two... as great. Yeah. I was trying to see. I was, like, previewing that game, and I was like, he really hasn't faced them that much, and the times he has, it hasn't gone well, like, at all. Like, really has gone poorly. Now, did you cover him in Wyoming at all or no? I did not. I didn't. I was never working in Japan or, or anywhere, so I never got to cover Shohei. But, um, Darn. But, yeah. Lots. Of, it's hilarious to me because I I saw these players and I talked about these players and was like, oh yeah, you know, athletes come and go, I guess. But no, it's like Josh Allen. Like we're still talking about Josh Allen and and Brandon Nimmo now leadoff hitter for the Mets. So funny. Um, you work at these small markets and you think this is never going to matter. What what I'm talking about today is never going to matter. Uh, and these guys are were really good. They're still really good. Uh, how's baseball betting been going for you in general before before we wrap things up? Because. I I mean, I don't know if it's just I'm seeing Danny Burke's hilarious tweet sometimes when he has struggled with baseball. I think he's actually back on track. But it seems like everybody kind of hit a wall at some point in the last week or two with some baseball betting. Uh, it seems like we don't know what balls are using because in the beginning, <laughs> right, up until the last couple of weeks, the balls have been dead. Nobody's hitting any home runs. Then there was a night Friday or Saturday, a bunch of these same game parlay home run props cash because you had a bunch of guys hitting two homers. So uh, it's tough because... It's just so hard to figure, you know, what balls are using in terms for the totals. But uh, it's been pretty well. It, it's gone pretty well. I've had a pretty good feel for the, the Yankees and the Mets. The Yankees and Mets have been fun. It definitely helps doing these shows having two teams to cover mm -hmm. because I don't know, like, I was talking to Ryan Rothstein Thursday, yeah. Friday or something. And it's like the, at the time the Phillies were, were bad. It looked like they were just going to be dead all yeah. summer. It's like it's, it's early to be doing football. There's no basketball anymore if you're Philly. At least we got two baseball teams to talk about. Yeah, I know. And we're lucky. And I, I was just talking about this last week about how, I mean, obviously before the last week has happened now, things have changed. But there was an ESPN article talking about how the two New York teams and the two L.A. teams were in first in their respective divisions, which was the first time in MLB history. Uh, and they kind of asked the question, like, well, which team would you like to back to win it all at this point? So I'll ask you, even though you're probably going to I mean, you host the New York City cast. Are you going to pick one of your New York teams at this point to win it all? It's just so hard to pick, you know, who's going to win a series four months from now in October because it's just so random. What's the so what? Who's who's going to win the whole thing? Yeah, between I'm giving you the four options of the of the two LA teams and the two New okay. York teams if you had to, and you can make it a value bet or you can make it who you just think is going to win straight up. Oh, that's a great question. 
Dodgers are plus 350 at Bet Rivers right now. Yankees are six to one. The Mets are eight to one. And the Angels, let's scroll, they're 20 to one. You can keep the Angels. I'll take the Mets <laughs> at eight to one just because it's longer odds. And I'll, I'll assume DeGrom and Scherzer get back. And they're yeah. doing this without, I mean, DeGrom hasn't thrown a pitch. Scherzer's been out a few weeks. Uh, and McGill, who was on his way to being an all star, he's been out. So. I'll go with the Mets at longer odds. That again, that would be a great series, Mets Dodgers. That's the problem. The Mets have to go through the Dodgers. You would think in the in the NL, Yankees don't really have that team. Houston's good, you know, Toronto's good, but not, they don't have like a Dodgers to go through. So that's probably why the odds are a little uh, longer for the Mets. But I'll go Mets at eight to one. Dodgers are are shorter now too. They used to be plus four seventy five for like the longest time. I don't know if they got some action here or something, but now Dodgers at plus three fifty, and I think that's hilarious given that they just got swept by the Pirates. So. Obviously, not a lot of stock in that, but it's still kind of funny timing. Plus, you got to make that bet, and even if it wins, you don't cash it till November, and you're only getting plus three fifty. That's that, you don't have I, to convince like me not one. to bet futures. Well, yeah, I, I hate it. I hate waiting. I hate it. I need Anything to like football for you yet, or no? No, have you bet any NFL yet? Just week one, I took the Panthers just because I think once Watson That's gets right. suspended, that line will move. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean I'm surprised by I think the Rams week one line they're only favored by one I believe. Do you have see. any Watson takes? It's late here. We can break the internet. Do you have any Watson takes? <laughs> late. Uh, uh, nothing that I'd like to air. Nothing I'd like Come to on. air out. You, you know. You can get away with. You can get away with it. Yeah, it's it's just uh, nothing, everybody would be on your side. I have nothing side. nice to say. I have nothing yeah. nice to say. So I'm gonna say nothing at all. Yeah, it's a uh, boy. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's a mess. Uh, fade. Fade the start of the season, obviously. I don't think he's going to be there for it. Yeah, what do you think he'll get? Six games, eight games, something like that? I mean, if history tells us anything, yeah. Something around that. Maybe less. Right. Maybe less. Uh, but Bills and Rams, first week. And Rams are only getting one point. I feel like I'm like, what? This is a toss-up game? I don't know. Rams are getting a point? Yeah, Rams plus uh, one on Bat Rivers. It's a nice teaser option. We'll find something find something to tease it with. You tease them up to seven or seven Ooh. and a half. That's a nice teaser option. It is June. It just became June, and we were making football bets. That's where we're at. So that's a good bet. You tease them up. I do like it. I like it. Thank you so much, Will Hill. Uh, we'll have to cross over again soon. We totally dropped the ball on this one. We're, we're gonna have to schedule a little bit better. Yeah, we'll do a. We'll you know what we'll do. We'll do a whole Watson podcast. We'll both we'll both get into it and uh. We'll get our resumes ready, and it'll be fun. Okay, sounds good. And uh, milk check, how many different kinds of milk do you have in the fridge right now? I just have the one. Yeah, what do we have with the store? What was it? The uh, boy, it wasn't the it wasn't the it wasn't the almond milk. It was some sort of nut cashew. milk. What, cashew milk is that? What you still <laughs> I don't, I don't have any strong? cashew milk right now. Actually, I have I have two kinds of almond milk. <laughs> I have There's regular kinds and of like almond milk. Yeah, I have like I have regular and like extra thick creamy almond milk for different reasons. Okay. What's we didn't ever got your milk? Is it like one percent? What are we talking about? Full fat? No, I think my wife makes me get the the fat free because she gets she's it's healthier it's for water. the family. I know, I know. Might as well pour water in your cereal. I don't know that I. It's been so long since nobody's listening by now. <laughs> it, it's been so long since I've had milk other milk. Guy. I don't know that I'd be able to taste the difference. I'm not a big like milk drinker. My kids will drink it, but I'm not. I'll put it in my cereal. Occasionally, I'll, I'll throw, you know have some little Rice Krispies with a banana, but I'm not drinking milk regularly. Yeah, uh, the propaganda has stopped. I don't see the Got Milk ads as much anymore. No, you're right. You're right. Now, what are you using your milk for? Very various things, uh, but that's all we have time for today on milk. Milk. It's not, no, no. We have we have plenty <laughs> of time here. Like, what are you going through all this milk for? Uh, I put them in protein shakes. I put them in oatmeal. Like I bake. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. I don't. I don't like answer. drink a glass of almond milk. Not usually. Right. I oh, put it in my coffee. I, was... I make coffee at home. You know. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. But you answered all my questions. Yeah. It's all. It's exactly what you were thinking. How many more. people you think are actually listening to this right now? Um, shout out! You just won. I'm just kidding. If you finish watching this or listening to this whole thing, uh, no, it's good. I mean, this is honestly though us talking about milk. Maybe more exciting than the NBA Finals have been so far. Yeah, it's at least it's at least even money. It's it's uh, pick them either way, minus one ten either way. <laughs> uh, let us know. Let us know. Tweet at us. Let us know, of course. Uh, and thank you so much for listening uh, to Will Hill and I. And coming up, uh, more more coming from our pods. All right, DA. Appreciate it. This was fun. All right, thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Danielle Alvari. Enjoyed that conversation. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk Rangers, Mets, Yankees, the usual. As the Rangers inch towards a game four, a pivotal game four as they let game three get away. So uh, a lot to do this week. Looking forward to it. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, uh, and appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook.